a happy Saturday and a happy weekend to you. And thank you for making us a part of it right here on CBS Sports Radio. Huh. Another weekend and another weekend of no news, no drama in the college football world. Uh, remember when the biggest talking points were the games on the field? Those were the days. Those were the days. And, of course, this is going to be another show where we talk about off the field drama surrounding Michigan and surrounding Jim Harbaugh. If you are a Michigan fan today, you should be ecstatic. You should be fired up. You know what? If I was a Michigan fan and I heard the news today from the Big Ten levying a three-game suspension for Jim Harbaugh, you know what I'm doing? I'm getting in my car. I'm putting the radio on. And I'm blasting it all the way to the top. Hit it, Alex. Celebrating. Crank it up. What a win. If you are a Michigan Wolverines fan today, wearing the maize and blue, you should be celebrating. You should be jumping for joy. Because this punishment, and I am putting the word punishment in air quotes, for Jim Harbaugh and the Wolverines is pathetic. You, you the Michigan fan, you the University of Michigan, you, Jim Harbaugh, you, the players, you, the fans, you won. You won. Congratulations. You beat Ryan Day. You beat the Big Ten. You beat the NCAA. This three-game suspension accomplishes nothing and impacts your season and your chances to win a national title this year. Zero percent. There is no impact on your race to win the national title this year with this quote-unquote, again, punishment handed down from the Big Ten on Friday. Jim, like, how does not having Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines Saturday, the next three games, negatively impact the Wolverines? Last time I checked, Harbaugh's not a play caller. Right, He's not the offensive play caller. He's not the defensive play caller. His impact for the three hours the game is played every single Saturday, is minimal compared to all the other areas that he impacts Michigan. But I would argue right now, the two biggest areas he has excelled in to make Michigan right now, being where they are at the top of the college football world, is recruiting and coaching hires. None of those, by the way, happen in those three hours the game is being played. So Jim Harbaugh... Is more of a figurehead than anything else on the sidelines during games. So now for nine hours, the rest of the season, Michigan won't have their leader. But that's it. He's allowed to coach during the week, which still is a massive impact, positive for Michigan. He's allowed to be back for the postseason. You're not banned from the college football playoff. You won. There's no downside here. Today, I know a lot of Michigan fans are upset and frustrated and want a free Harbaugh and are right now in court and everyone's studying up on the law to see if Michigan can get an injunction so that Jim Harbaugh will be allowed by court order to coach in about 10 hours from now in State College. But you truly won. Because I don't think his impact, or I should say his absence, on Saturdays is truly going to drastically change your season. It's not whatsoever. You're going to be Penn State. 
You're going to beat Maryland, and you're going to beat Ohio State with or without Jim Harbaugh on the sideline for those three hours on Saturday. You won. And that's why, for everybody else in the Big Ten and college football, this punishment is laughable. It's pathetic. It's a fake. You know what it is? It's a fake punishment. The NCAA, the Big Ten, did nothing. Nothing of consequence to Michigan by suspending Jim Harbaugh for three regular season games. Again, he's not calling plays. So you're not taking an offensive or defensive mastermind who has been winning a lot of these games because of the play calls and the scheme and the feel for the game. You're not taking him off the sideline. That's not his role during the game. Outside of a few decisions of whether go for it or punt, touchdown or field goal, there's not a lot of decisions Jim Harbaugh makes on Saturday that is truly defines who wins and who loses. So having him not there for three games, but allowing him to coach during the week, which again, I would argue is a bigger impact and he's able to get this team more ready to play when he's there during the week and then not there on Saturday versus being there on Saturday but not allowed to coach during the week. There's no impact. There's no negativity here. You don't take away a a mainstay, a main part of the game day operations for Michigan in terms of what Jim Harbaugh does on Saturday. He's right now eligible to come back for the postseason. So the Big Ten title, college football playoff, he's scheduled to come right back on the sidelines and coach. Like I said before, he's allowed to coach during the week. You're still eligible for the college football playoff. You're still eligible for the Big Ten title. How does this impact Michigan? How is this an actual punishment? I don't think it is. I think it's dressed up as a punishment. Wow, Harbaugh. Not going to be on the sidelines for Penn State. He's not going to be coaching against Ohio State. Oh, my goodness. That's insane. That punishment does not fit the crime. Michigan cheated. The only thing we cannot say definitively with proof at this moment we are talking is that Jim Harbaugh, with evidence, knew directly about the cheating scandal. Common sense tells you, He knew, but right now, with the evidence, there is no direct link, according to the NCAA and according to the Big Ten, that puts Jim Harbaugh or makes him knowledgeable of the cheating scandal. Every other bit of information, though, confirms Michigan cheated. So if you're a Michigan fan, you cheated for the last three years, and you got away with it. You basically got away with it. You won. And I don't think the suspension does anything. It does not impact Michigan's chances of winning the Big Ten, of making the college football playoff, of winning a national title. It doesn't really punish them whatsoever. It's a fake punishment. It's an absolute fake punishment. And that's why, again, if you're a Michigan fan here, this today, or I guess really Friday, was a big-time win. Big time win. So congratulations to you. You won. I got nothing else to say. You won. 855-212-4227. Is a three-game suspension of Jim Harbaugh, in your mind, a harsh enough punishment for cheating? I don't think so, because I don't think we are seeing right now an actual punishment for the Wolverines. They have been prepping all week 
for this Penn State game. And now on Saturday, not going to have Jim Harbaugh. Also, not like they are used to playing games without Jim Harbaugh. Already got basically a practice earlier this season. So that's another thing with this punishment is just like, oh, well, they can't co- they can't have Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines. What a loss. They already know how to play and win games without Jim Harbaugh. They went through a three-week trial period to start the season. Sure, it was against bad competition, but you know the, you know the routine. Now it's just like, okay, battle stations, everyone. We know what to do. Where you would think if you're the Big Ten, you take away the head coaches. You're running around with the chicken like they're uh, with their head cut off. Not the case. Not the case. Michigan is prepared and knows how to go into game day without their head coach. Jim Harbaugh, as a CEO, more than a play caller, doesn't have that big of an impact on the game, on the sideline, on Saturdays for those three hours. He's eligible to come back for the postseason. Michigan, as a team, is eligible to make the college football playoff and the Big Ten title game. So where's the punishment? Where's the punishment for cheating? How does this actually not only hurt Michigan, but how does this deter other teams going forward here from committing the same act? It doesn't. If I'm Penn State, if I'm Ohio State, if I'm Wisconsin, I'm looking at this and saying, that's it, three games? Screw it, let's do it. Let's be more covert about it. Maybe let's not be as obvious, but why shouldn't we do it? If that's what's gonna, if the punch is gonna be a slap on the wrist, that's nothing. That is nothing, and that's why for me, that's why Michigan fans freaking out and being upset about the suspension and calling it ridiculous. They won the suspension itself. The headline is more catchy than the actual substance behind it. Harbaugh's there all week. He is there getting his team ready to play. He's allowed to coach practices. He's allowed to run meetings. He can be there basically up until kickoff until the final whistle blows. Then he's there the rest of the time for these next three games. That is not much of a punishment whatsoever. It's a slap on the wrist. The Big Ten, I thought, embarrassed themselves on Friday with that punishment. And the big winner, I thought, were the Michigan Wolverines. They won out because their season is unaffected. And they have everything still in front of them. They did not get the short end of the stick with this punishment. Nor are they getting screwed here. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. You can tweet me at Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three on Twitter. Is a three-game suspension for Jim Harbaugh sufficient enough? Is it enough of a punishment right now to justify or to punish Michigan for cheating? Ryan Hickey with you on CBS Sports Radio reacting to the quote-unquote suspension of Jim Harbaugh, which may not even, by the time Penn State Michigan kicks off, may not even be in effect. Michigan's working the judges right now as we speak to 
have Michigan by court uh, by have to have Jim Harbaugh, excuse me, by court order, eligible to coach on the sidelines against Penn State on Saturday. So there's a chance this punishment from the Big Ten is no one void before a game is even played. It could be no one void within 12 hours of it being handed down. But even if it's upheld. To just suspend Jim Harbaugh for three games while allowing him to coach during the week, I don't think has a big impact on Michigan whatsoever. It's not really a punishment. So they cheated and for the most part are getting away with it, which is why if I'm a Michigan fan, I'm happy. I'm like, we won. We won. This is not that bad whatsoever. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227 or on social media. We are there as well at Ryan underscore Hickey and the number three is a three-game suspension enough of a punishment in your mind for Michigan and Jim Harbaugh? Is it too harsh? Or the other way, is it too ridiculous and too much? 855-212-4227. Before I get to your thoughts, I want to say one other quick thing here and that's this. We have to, this is how I'll start. Anyone listening, anyone that you have heard, whether it's your friends and the national media, whoever, anybody saying and believing that Michigan is being investigated because they are good, not because they cheated, but because they are good and people want to take them down, let me know who's telling you that. I have a bridge to sell you. That's one of the stupidest things. That is arguably, I would say, the stupidest thing I've ever heard Maybe not all sports. There is one fact here when it comes to Michigan that is 100% true and undebatable. Michigan football success is great. Great for college football. Jim Harbaugh's presence, his personality, his winning is great for college football. For the growth of the sport. For ratings. For viewers. For advertisers, you name it, anything within the college football realm. When Michigan is good and Jim Harbaugh is involved in the sport, it is great for the growth of college football. Michigan is one of the historically most historically rich programs, one of the winningest programs of all time. They are one of the core four, core five blue bloods in all of college football history. Them being good, that national powerful brand lifts all of the boats. So I say that to say this. This is not a witch hunt. The NCAA, the Big Ten, aren't coming after Michigan because now all of a sudden they beat Ohio State two straight years. How is it? Why would that happen? Why would the Big Ten? Bite the hand that feeds them now that Michigan is back. And oh yeah, by the way, you have for three straight years the biggest game of the college football season in your conference. Ohio State-Michigan was the biggest game of 2021. It was the biggest game last year, and it's right now on pace to be maybe one versus two in the rankings, the biggest game in college football this season. Why would the NCAA, and specifically Why would the Big Ten want to ruin that if there wasn't a justified reason? This is not a witch hunt. 
This investigation is not built from jealousy. Michigan is not being investigated because they win. I don't understand that thought process. There's a lot of people who think that, who say that. The other day, I was listening to the Pat McAfee show. Charles Woodson. Now, I get it. He's a Michigan homer, right? He went there. He bleeds Mason Blue. But even a guy like Charles Woodson on Pat's show coming out here and trying to tell us that the reason why Michigan is being investigated because they're good, it's absolutely laughable. What are we talking about? If that was the case, if the conferences and the NCAA investigated teams for being good, why is it that no one is really snuff, you know, stiffed around Alabama? Why is Alabama not being investigated? Why is Nick Saban, how come he hasn't been suspended? All Alabama's done since 2009 is go to nine national title games and win six championships. Why is no one looking around Clemson? That was when he took them to four national title games, one, two, and they came out of nowhere. No one expected their rise. If we're taking down and Michigan fans think they're being taken down because they're good, where's the Alabama investigation? Where's the Clemson investigation? Where's the Ohio State investigation? I mean, they whooped your ass for 15 years for the last two. Why do those teams consistently dominate the last 15, 20 years, but no one looked into them, but now all of a sudden, two straight years, Michigan beats Ohio State, wins the Big Ten, doesn't even want to, forget about winning a national title, doesn't even want a playoff game, and now all of a sudden, everyone's coming for their head? Make it make sense. This is not a witch hunt. This is not born out of jealousy and trying to knock Michigan down because they're good. This investigation is happening, and this subsequent, again, air quotes, punishment is happening because they cheated. Anyone telling you differently is lying to you and lying to themselves. I just want to say that. In part because, again, Michigan's success and Jim Harbaugh's platform is great for college football. There is no reason why the NCAA or the Big Ten would bite the hand that feeds them when one of the biggest, most prominent brands in the sport is back on the rise and back to glory. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. Is that Michigan punishment of three games suspending Jim Harbaugh enough of a punishment for them cheating? 855-212-4227. Troy is calling from South Carolina. What's up, Troy? Hey, what's up, Kiki? How we doing, man? Hey, um, doing all right. How about you? Oh, we're chilling. You know, we're hanging. For sure. This is what I, I this is what I gotta say. This is how I think about the situation. Um, I don't think Jim Harbaugh should be suspended at all. Um, if 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 they don't have anything connecting him directly to to the, to the situation, um, then I don't think I don't think he should be suspended. I mean, why why suspend him because he's the head coach if he Yes, I that's mean, exactly why. Because in the in the college eyes, they are they put the responsibility of everyone on the head coach. That's why. Yeah, yeah, but it's such thing. It, it, it is such thing. It is such thing as as he really uh, could have not known about what was going on. I mean, and, and if you don't have anything tying him directly to it, then why suspend him? 
You know, you can't just. You can't Do you just... think Jim Harbaugh didn't know Troy? I personally think he knew, but you don't. But but you 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 can't prove it. Is what I'm saying. You can't you can't prove that he knew. So, I mean, why I suspend him? Like, if if I was charged with something, if I was charged with a crime or something, and you couldn't directly tie me to the crime, then you can't you can't make me guilty if if you don't have any evidence tying me directly to the crime. So, I mean, do you think there's enough evidence know? that forget about just Jim Harbaugh directly being linked? Do you think there's enough evidence out there from what we've seen that Michigan as a program cheated? Yes, Michigan as a program, yes, and you should blame you should you should punish Michigan as as, as the program. So what would you have done then, Troy? The, what would you suggest? I, I would. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't have the answer. I don't know, but I, okay. I don't feel like I don't. I don't. I don't feel like suspending Harbaugh is, is the answer. See, I agree with you, Troy. Appreciate the call, buddy. I'm with you in the sense that I think Michigan cheated. I think it's like there's no question about it. All the evidence says they cheated. And so if the entire program cheated, for me, I would have banned them from the college football playoff. You're out. You cheated. You're not You're not competing for a national title, not this year. You're ineligible. They chose to right now take away the head coach and blame the head coach in Jim Harbaugh for basically not having control of his staff, having control of his team, and saying the entire program cheated, you're the leader of the program, you're punished. So even though they can't right now, or uh, they're still investigating, so at this very moment as we're talking to you, they have not directly linked Jim Harbaugh to knowing. Common sense, number one, says he knew. And number two, the punishment is for Michigan as a program, and that punishment is taking away their head coach. Sharky is calling from California. What's up, Shark? Swimming around, yeah. Sharky? Yeah. There uh, he is. Buddy. Hey, uh, I just wanted to say that I do agree with you about um, Jim Harbaugh's good for college football. And I just wanted to say that, you know, I don't really think it's a big deal um, at all. And I don't really understand even how it's cheating because I think every other team could do that. And I mean, they're just trying to get the advantage. You don't, you don't think that other college football teams are looking at play calls or NFL teams are looking at the other team's play calls to try to get an advantage? Has any, like, have we seen another team come out and say, oh, you're guilty? Like, like that now's the time, right? When this is all out there, why is no one else being accused of doing what Michigan is doing? They broke two rules, Sharky. You can't scout in person. You're not allowed. Whether you agree with the rule or not, the rule is you can't go to stadiums of your upcoming opponents and scout them in person. Michigan did that. There's also another rule saying you can't go to stadiums in person of future opponents and video them. Michigan did that. They broke two rules. It's very yeah, simple. Caught. You know, clean as, clear as day. They got caught. But you really think that other people are not, like, looking at plays. They probably, I'm sure they have a video for sure. I mean, as far as in-person goes, I'm not sure. But, like, I mean, everyone's trying to get the advantage. And if you're not, then that's But even if crazy. everyone's but, doing it, Sharky, Michigan got yeah. caught. Yes, Like, if you're speeding and you break the law, you get pulled over, the cop doesn't care that everyone else around you is going 95 miles an hour. If he pulls you over going 95, you're going 95 and a 55. You're guilty. Yeah. 
I just don't think it's that big of a deal, to be honest with you. And, I mean, so, yeah. So, okay. as far as Michigan goes, I mean, you know, Michigan hasn't won anything. I've been rooting for Michigan as long as uh, Harbaugh has been on the been the coach for Michigan. Um, and they haven't won. So I mean, they really haven't. Sure, you, you beat Ohio State football. the last two years. You won the Big Ten the last two years. And you made the college football playoff. Sure, you, you didn't win a national title. But, okay. I mean... That, for what Michigan has been and what where they came, I mean, they have not been this close since really '97, almost 30 yeah, that's years. All Harbaugh. Harbaugh, Harbaugh is the reason why they're so good, right? Don't you admit that? His turnaround, I mean, cheating is obviously help, but his turnaround, he's yeah, he's 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 recruiting well. He's hired yeah, good coaches. Like his turnaround, coach. he's been a lot better than he's Brady Hoke and Rich Rod, that's for sure. He's good for kids. I mean, I would put my kid in his program like and I think that's why he's such a good recruit and like yeah so as uh, you said you know it's not that big of a deal he's missing three games there's probably I think they're probably going to lose one of those three games at least well I hope it's Um, in 12 hours from now Sharky they'll still be in the playoffs well I mean if you lose one of the three I appreciate the call buddy I mean now Depends if they make if they make the Big Ten title game, they'll still be in a twelve and one. I would agree with that. But if you lose and you're eleven and one and you're on the outside looking in, I don't think they're making the playoff. I don't. Not this year. Too many options in terms of teams, and I think right now you got to be bare minimum in your conference title game to have a chance to make the playoff this season. If Michigan, let's say, loses to Ohio State. And Ohio State goes to the Big Ten title game. Michigan at 11-1 with just one win over Penn State. It's not an, I don't think it's going to be enough to get them in. I don't. Chris is calling from California. What's up, Chris? Oh, wow. Just like that. Chris said hello, and then he said goodbye. All right. Sean in Green Bay. What's up, Sean? Hey, thanks for taking the call. Um, so I, I just wanted to start off by saying, um, so a lot of people are – you know, speculating on whether Jim Harbaugh knew, whether he didn't know what's what's going on with like what people know. But I I just want to start off with like the basics, which is number one, sign stealing isn't illegal. It's just specifically what Stallions was accused of that is illegal. You know, in person scouting things like that. So like right, rules every, that were broken, right? Every college football program has people whose jobs it is to steal signs, um, and and so so you hear people saying on the side like, oh, well, we saw Stallions on the sidelines talking to Michigan's coaches and stuff. Well, yeah, because he's the sign stealing guy. It doesn't necessarily mean they they knew the origins of the information that he had. Um, so you, I mean, you think, thing. Sean, you think with him basically, I mean, I'm assuming with all these scouting he did, he was pretty spot on accurate with these signals. You think that him knowing, let's say, 95% of the signals that their opponents were signaling in, that it was just like, wow, this guy's really good at his job and that's it? No, nothing nefarious, nothing questionable going on here? I mean, it's his job to steal signs. It doesn't mean that the the, the coordinators knew his source of the information, you know? Got it. With his low salary and, and high numbers in terms of paying for tickets and everything, there's no knowledge whatsoever. Exactly, yeah. Uh, but okay. the other thing okay. is is that um, the issue isn't so much like 
uh, Michigan being punished necessarily. It's so the NCAA is conducting this investigation, and NCAA uh, AA investigations, as we know, take a number of years. You know, let's look at like Will Wade, for example. Um, the, the 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 timeline between like Will Wade to like the, the uh, strong ass offer thing going public and um and 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 then like the the NCAA passing down judgment that was like three years. Right, but it's um, not the NCAA passing down judgment; it's the Big Ten. Right. So what Michigan is saying is, you as the conference commissioner don't have an, a right to act before an investigation is both one announced and two completed. And we had not been notified at any point that an investigation was launched and we had no legal right to, to represent ourselves to challenge these accusations, uh, to, to defend ourselves. And, and it's more than anything, it's a legal argument. Sean, I'm, I'm very glad you brought that angle up and I appreciate the call, buddy, because that's exactly my next point here, and that's this. If we're just talking about logistics legally... You are admitting guilt. Like, the fact that Michigan's biggest argument is, well, there's the investigation's not complete, and we didn't have enough time of notice, and now, we, you know, we need our time to be able to, you know, get our ducks in a row here. There has been no denial of cheating whatsoever. There's been no attempt to deny any of these, if you want to call them rumors, of what's been going on. The proof is out there. And so the Big Ten, again, I don't think the Big Ten's acting wildly here in the sense that I don't think they're levying a punishment if they didn't have information they felt at least they could stand on where if they got sued, if they went to court, even just from a PR perspective of punishing right now one of the best teams in the country if they weren't 100% sure that they cheated. Michigan's biggest argument is a legal argument. They are not arguing the facts of the case. They're arguing like time. That tells you right there they are guilty. That was part of the Big Ten's explanation on Friday as to why they handed down this punishment. They specifically cited Michigan's defense was all about procedural issues. They never hit on what what they're being accused of. They never denied that they stole signs illegally. They never denied that what they did was actually cheating or actually breaking the rules. All they said and their big defense to the Big Ten, pleading for them not to hand down punishment, they said, basically, present evidence doesn't currently basically show that our coaches are, are had knowledge of the cheating. They use those words, present evidence. They know they cheated. They are not denying it. And the Big Ten said, your lack of denial is an admission of guilt. That's part of the reason why I think the Big Ten, again, acted the way they did today, or Friday, and handed down the punishment to Jim Harbaugh. I know most of you know, but in case you are tuning in for the first time, Hick and I, Ryan Hickey with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. Number one, thank you. Number two, welcome. But number three is I am a Penn State alum. So Saturday has a little bit of importance to yours truly. I'll be fully honest here. I'm... I'm not lying to you. I'm, I promise I'm being 100% serious here. I hope uh, Harbaugh coaches on Saturday. I think this suspension is stupid, personally. I think it should be harsher. 
I don't think this three-game suspension accomplishes anything in terms of a, a reasonable punishment. But with that said, I'd rather have Harbaugh on the sideline Saturday coaching. I don't need now him not being there as another storyline to this game. I hope Saturday, again, about mm, 11 hours or so from now, uh, well, nine hours from now, jeez, really rushing here, nine hours or so from now, we see him on the sidelines coaching this game uh, like nothing ever happened. But let's just say he's not. As a Penn State alum, I know the campus pretty well. And so if Jim, who right now is in State College, anxiously waiting his future, if he can coach or not, if he can't coach, he needs plans, right? He's got to do something for the game. He's not allowed in the venue, so he can't be in the locker room, can't be on the sideline, can't be in the coach's box. He's got to be out of the stadium. I got three suggestions for you, Jim. Three places to go here, how you can spend your game day Saturday not on the sidelines in State College. Suggestion number one, go to the Berkey Creamery. My goodness, some of the best ice cream I promise you ever have in your life. But the reason why I say that, it's also strategic. Every game day, no matter who's broadcasting it, this week it's Fox. They always make a stop on Penn State's campus and get the camera in there on uh, in the creamery. Show you the ice cream, show you the line. How great would it be if the camera walks in there middle of the second quarter and there's Jim in the corner chowing down on what would be, I think, the best ice cream they have there, coffee break. Oh, honestly, my second favorite ice cream ever. Only behind Mississippi Mud. You can find that here and there. Very rare. But if you can find that, oh my goodness, gobble it up. But coffee break, I think from Penn State, the second best ice cream I've ever had in my life. Jim, if you go there, get it. You won't be disappointed, I promise. Imagine like just watching Big Noon come back from a commercial break and there's just Jim over in the corner going to town on some good ice cream watching this game like on his phone. The creamer is like a stone's throw away from the stadium, so he's right there. That could be, I think, a really good spot for Jim to enjoy this game uh, since he's not going to be in the stadium. Enjoy some ice cream, watch on your phone, and get a little FaceTime, too, when the camera comes in. And, uh, you know, get a little bump there as well. All right, if he's not going to go to the creamy, that's suggestion number one. Suggestion number two is this. I think a lot of people will get behind this. Join the Big Noon Saturday crew. They're there. They're calling the game on Fox. They got their pregame set up. They're right outside the stadium. I think it's a two-hour pregame right before. Go on set. Sit there the entire pregame. Sit next to Urban Meyer. Talk about how ridiculous and stupid this investigation is. You can go, you know, talk about the witch hunt and all, blah, 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 blah. Come back for halftime. Talk about it. Postgame. Talk about it. You want to make a statement if you're Jim Harbaugh? You really want to put the pressure on? Go to Big Noon. Sit next to Urban Meyer and Brady Quinn. Talk about your feelings on the punishment. Break down the game at halftime. Break down the game after the game. You'll get a lot of attention. I think a lot of positive attention. With that being said, if you decide to spend your game day with the big noon crew, pregame, halftime, postgame. But if you're not going to do that, you're not going to go to the creamery, crush some ice cream. You're not going to go on TV. You want to keep it more low-key. Don't worry. I got you. Third suggestion, my favorite here. Be number one on my list if I was a suspended coach and need something to do for game day. Tear it up, man. Be a fan. Michigan travels well. They'll be Michigan fan at the game. Find a Michigan tailgate. Crush some beers. Do a little kegs and eggs. Watch the game at their tailgate and just truly be one of the fans. Live it up. Coaches are never going to be able to drink a beer on a Saturday unless it's a bye week. Drink a beer. Let your hair down. 
They have a few too many. Why not get buzzed? Who cares? You're not driving home. And just have a day ripping it up in the parking lot with a few fellow Michigan fans. Those are my suggestions for Jim. He's not able to coach on Saturday. He's banned from the sidelines at Beaver Stadium. Well, he's going to need something to do. Don't worry, Jim. I got your back. I Hopefully, you're listening. Hopefully, you take me up on it. I got you. Don't worry. Any of those three you choose, you'll be disappointed. 855-212-4227. The reason why Jim Harbaugh may need some suggestions is because right now the Big Ten has levied a punishment that he has suspended for three games. Is that enough in your opinion? 855-212-4227. Tony is calling from Toronto. What's up, Tony? Thanks for taking my call, Ryan. I, I do agree with you that three games is, is silly. Uh, they already got the plays and everything else, so they didn't, they, he doesn't even need to coach. Uh, me and you could coach the game for him because we, we got the plays already. Uh, what I do feel that, that the NCAA uh, should have did was fine him a portion of his salary and the actual uh, program. And that would show every other team that if you get caught, this is what's going to happen to the coach, and this is what's going to happen to your program. You take away money from the program, you take away money from the coach, that hurts. I mean, how much money are we talking now? Like, Michigan rakes in millions of dollars a year, and Jim Harbaugh is one of the highest-paid coaches in in college football. Well, if if you take a third of his salary, take a third of his salary, and you take uh, – uh, I know there's big money in, 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 the, in the football program, and if, if you were to hit them with $10 million or, or something like that, the other teams, like, listen, we all know he's guilty. They're not saying they're not guilty, and the legal fight is the legal fight. And, unfortunately, uh, the only way you're going to straighten anything out is with fines to the program. That would hurt the program, and then everybody would be – playing on an even field. My thing is, Tony, I appreciate the call, man. There's so much money in college football and so much money in coaching. I just don't think a fine is, like, enough of a deterrent. Like, I, I honestly, if you go to any coach, either, you know, there's 130 D1 programs, either the highest-paid coach in Nick Saban or the lowest-paid coach in Division One. you said, hey, you sacrificed a third of your salary in order to cheat, in order to give you a tremendous chance of winning a title, I bet you 99%, maybe 100% of coaches are saying, sign me up. Absolutely. 